In a world where geek is now chic, what was once deemed nerdy or geeky has become fashionable. What used to be odd and different is now part of mainstream culture. The way we consume our entertainment has changed with the advent of new and meaningful technology. Comic books are no longer stories just for kids. They've become all-age entertainment with mature subject matter, rivaling the depth of the very best novelists. They've become a driving force behind a large portion of American entertainment. Costuming has gone from being a small but loyal subculture to a highly visible art form thanks to science fiction and comic book conventions that celebrate cosplay and fandom. Thanks to Marvel, DC, Star Wars, Star Trek, and many others, the movie landscape has changed forever. Through Doctor Who, Game of Thrones, The Walking Dead, and more, once genre shows are now mainstream rating giant. We are a podcast that looks at the comic book culture. We are a podcast that talks about the cosplay community. We are a podcast that can't help but dissect the movies and shows we watch. We are. We are. We are. The Galaxy Cast. Folks, welcome to this episode of the Galaxy Cast. I have with me not three people, but I have four three. people with me in the studio. Three. <laughs> three. There's going to be hilarious outtakes from this episode. <laughs> I have with me Eric the Artist. Hi. I have with me Austin the Numpty. Ouch. <laughs> I have me Gary the Stud. I am the Senate. <laughs> and I am your host, Bob Chrisman. We are definitely in a weird mood tonight, but we got lots to talk with you about. We've been away for a while, and I know that uh, you've been missing us. We've I've been, been missing us. We've, so, been, uh, we've quick, been busy planning yeah. the Galactic quick, Senate. Quick wrap-up. Bob traveled across country. I did. Gary's taking over an entire town. Yes, yep. And I've done a bunch of chalk art in a couple locations. Yes. We're back. Yep, and <laughs> we're back. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened over the time that we've been gone. So that just you know sums up our life right there. It's really sad we can sum our lives up that quickly. <laughs> well, there's a lot I glazed over. Yes, there's a lot we glazed over. So there's several things we want to talk about. Uh, the big thing we want to get on is San Diego Comic-Con because it happened. And we want to talk about all the stuff. It was All the thing. juiciness that happened at San Diego Comic-Con. There was a whole panel for the Marvel panel, and I'm sure you've all heard things about it. We've got our viewpoints on it, too. So we're going to talk about the Marvel timeline for Phase 4. We're then going to jump into some of, some of the trailers that came out for San Diego Comic Con. We're going to start with the trailer for Watchmen and then talk about the trailer for Picard to end it all out. That's right, no Star Wars goodiness from San Diego Comic Con. And I kind of agree with Eric. I think they're saving that for D23. Yeah. Which we're a few weeks out from. Which we're so. a few weeks out from. So I, th- I think we'll get stuff there. So let's start with our first topic, which is the Phase 4 timeline. For the Marvel movies, now that Phase 3 is done, Thanos is uh, dead, the world is back to a wonderful, great place, mm-hmm. we're going to go to Phase 4. If you've seen Spider-Man Far From Home, 
won't get into it in case you haven't because of spoilers, that's the official end of Phase 3. So there was kind of an epilogue wrap-up with that movie. Yeah, slight epilogue, but I, I think it <laughs> sets up Phase 4 fairly well, at least considering yes. what we've seen of... So let's let's talk about the order first of what we're looking at, and then we'll talk about each one kind of individually a little bit. So we have our Black Widow movie coming out on May first of twenty twenty. That's right, folks. We don't get a Marvel movie for almost a year. Right, I know. Like I'm I'm almost like heart palpitations going on here. In the fall of 2020, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier will have their TV show on Disney Plus. They have shown a new title, a logo. Oh yeah. The old one was more the Falcon in kind of the red tilt font. Right. And the Winter Soldier had a red star at the end. The logo they showed at San Diego Comic-Con, as you see on this picture, a big Captain America shield. Right. And the big thing about that was the... Mac- Mackie. It's Andrew yeah, Mackie. Andrew Mackie. Hey, I got so, to Andrew right. <laughs> you did get to Andrew right. <laughs> I was close to it. Andrew Mackie, the big shock was he came out on Andrew? the stage. Yeah, I think it's Andrew Mackie. I think it's Andrew Mackie. He came out on the stage with the shield yes. in hand, and I thought that was oh. just a and great And it was nice that he let, he let uh, Sebastian Stan hold it for a yeah, second. Yeah, he let it for, hold it for a second, yeah. On November 6th, we have Eternals coming out yes. of 2020. On February 12th of 2021, we have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I think now that's, that's the one that created the most buzz on the internet. Yeah, and it's I being really dropped do. in February, February, which is not, you know, it's not a tentpole not movie. Not common, yeah. But I'm trying to think of what other Marvel movies have come out in February. I don't know. I don't think there's any, is there? So it's going to get interesting. I wonder if that date might get pushed back. We'll see. In spring of 2021, WandaVision is supposed to hit Disney+. Plus. On May 7th of 2021, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness gets released. In the spring of 2021, also, Loki gets released on Disney+. Plus. In the spring summer, of 2021, yeah, it's going to be huge in major. Disney Plus world. Summer of 2021, Marvel Studios is releasing their What If series on the Disney Plus app. Uh, by the fall of 2021, is a Hawkeye series being released on the Disney Plus app. And by November 5th of 2021, Thor, Love, and Thunder yes. will be released. Now, if you look at this, it's kind of interesting because we have 10. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten things being released. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four of them are <laughs> movie. Them. Almost, there's not. Is there four movies or five? One, two, three. There's half four, of five. Disney half Plus. Are, okay, half are movies, half are TV. Right. But only three are coming out in 2020. We're getting Correct. seven Marvel properties in, in 2021. 2021. That's a busy year. Yep. Especially because you even look at it, that's four movies. Right. And Kevin Feige... No, sorry. One, two... That's three full movies. Right. In, in From a spring to a fall. That's a lot of movies. And Kevin Feige said they're just beginning to amp up. And I went, wait, if this is beginning to amp up, what does 2022 to 2025 look like? Because, good lord. Yeah, I'm already looking at my pocketbook going, I'm going to be broke <laughs> by the end of 2022. <laughs> I, I don't know how that's going to work out, but, like, my goodness. Uh, this is going to be tough to follow. But I'm excited about all of it. Like, everything on this this timeline, I'm like, there's not one thing I looked at and went, eh, probably not. You know, like, I, I, I can't see myself saying no to any of these. Oh, I'm, I'm interested in all of them. So let's talk about them a little bit, each one by one. Black Widow, what do you guys think? I'm interested because there's mentions of the Taskmaster popping up as and the villain. And why are you interested as Taskmaster as the villain? Because I cosplay a Taskmaster. Yes, you cosplay as Taskmaster. <laughs> My only hope is they don't mess Taskmaster up so much we have to completely revamp your oh, Taskmaster from top to bottom. But it might be fun to do. It would be fun. And but we can that maybe would be... 3D print your mask. I've also heard that... It's expensive. Uh, in that movie, we have... What's his name? Who plays... David Harbour. 
right? Who plays, as you know, the sheriff on Stranger Things mm-hmm. and was the most recent Hellboy. He's got a role in that movie. Oh. Yeah, I heard that too. And well, is it Leia Rem? Not Leia Remy. There's another actress. Leia Remini. Not Leia Remini. There's another girl. I'm thinking of Rachel White. Is it Rachel Weisz? Someone they named in the cast. They've actually said is another Black Widow. Yep. Oh, oh yeah, they're mentioning now. Elena. Elena, yeah. yeah. yeah they're mentioning the blonde Black Widow that wears the gray jumpsuit. Right, right? E- e- Elena. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what Gary's mentioning there. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so that movie is supposed to be in the past. Right. But it sounds like they're going to use it a. To springboard into phase it's, four. It's, I, think. I think they're going to tell some things that are going to make you look differently at some of the Marvel Universe and be like, oh. I, I specifically think there's two things you're going to look at the Marvel Universe differently for after Black Widow. First off, I think you're going to look at Russian intelligence differently and politically right now that's, you know, controversial. I also think you're going to look at S.H.I.E.L.D. differently based on Black Widow. I think it's going to shift the way S.H.I.E.L.D. is looked at and I think a lot of that has to do with that post-trailer Look at Spider Man, yes, yes, and I think that's going to tie and tie in. Too. Also, I believe uh, Renner probably. I think he, they've announced well, that I he's think, in yeah, it, Jeremy a small role. I think we finally yeah. get to see Budapest. Yes, I think that's yes. I think I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that's going to be part. And, of the and I think Budapest. the guy you're, you you were talking about, Eric, was uh, going to be Red Commando or something. Oh yeah, Red yeah. Harbor. Yeah, yeah. The, the Soviet Captain America. Right. I th- oh. Maybe. Yes. yes. I didn't hear Red, who he was Red Guardian. I think Red Guardian. Yeah. That's right. Oh wow. Okay. I have the the. Figure for Red Guardian yep. over there, just because I, I like the look. What's Budapest? The line, yeah, yeah, yeah. the line they mention in every movie. This right. is not like this Budapest. isn't like Budapest. Uh, I remember Budapest very differently. Okay, for the one between yeah. her and Hawkeye. Yeah, okay. yeah. There's there's a common. So uh, obviously yeah. something happened yeah. in Budapest. Uh, it, it, it's definitely the ori- the origin, yeah, origin story. story for the Black Widow. Yeah, right. Which I think will be fun. Mm-hmm. I, I I know it a little bit. But it'll be interesting to see which one they run with because there's like four different versions of it you can now, run with. Now, the only thing yeah. I hope is this is the first female-led <clears throat> Marvel movie. Well, no, right. sorry, we had Captain America. Sorry, we had Captain we Marvel. Had Marvel. But this is finally getting the shot to give Black Widow her movie, which right. people said should happen a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I certainly hope they don't. I hope they don't civil war it, in <laughs> that it becomes yeah, it's Black Widow, but we're going to talk about way tons of other stuff. I hope right. they really give like, her her due give her and her focus own on story it. Line. I hope they also make reference to some of the stuff they made reference to in Age of Ultron when Wanda was messing with her head where we kind of saw some things. I think that'll be part of the plot. Well, yeah. 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 The, the, the ballerina school, the whole yep. thing. Yeah. All that will get played in. Uh, you know, I also think this will be the launch of S.H.I.E.L.D. changing into... What's, what's the... Uh, Sword. Thank you. Thank, uh, the <laughs> space version of Shield yeah. Sword. I think you're going to see the that division, get yeah. launched. Well, we already saw this. Sword. We saw Sword to an extent, but yeah. I, th- I think this will be the real yeah. like. Here it is. You know, like ta da, Sword exists. Fall of 2020, we have the Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV show. I mean, how could you not? We, uh, I was, if you're a Captain America fan at all, yeah. how could you not want to see? This I want to see it because I want to see the theory of maybe Winter Soldier teaches Falcon how to be like Cap because he. I'll raised, bet you there's he was be some raised of that. and trained next to Cap. I mean, he is basically equal to Cap and Falcon. Yeah, so. well, Civil War proved that. I also that think you're going to see the angst between the two of them a little bit too about the idea that, and I, I mean it about, about oh, the yeah. Falcon's going to want to do it his way, and Winter Soldier's going to want him oh, yeah. to do it Cap's way. It, it, what's going to be is going to be the new Bob Hope and Bing Crosby. <laughs> Well, it kind of will be, right? Yeah, we're off on the road to Budapest. <laughs> I, I do think it, it's going to be a fun series, and I, I'm I'm hoping they expand on the Falcon as the Cap. And I've always kind of liked. Are I we going we're, we're to get to see the Cap Falcon costume in that? Uh, oh, I, I think that's a given. There I, has been fan art or 
concept art, I don't know which. There is Karen's concept that has been art put out that looks really good. If it's anything, if it's anything like the comic book, comic book counterpart that I saw, it's a cool costume. Yeah, and I would love to see that that yeah. costume come to fruition. I was gonna say the wings are like red, white, and blue looking, right? Yeah, and I'd love to see I like the mechanical see. wings become that yeah. version of yeah. the wings. I would, I would totally. Work I wonder if they're still gonna use Red Wing like the. One out of his little Civil connector. War, I would love to. I'd love to see him do Red Wing and the shield like working right, in tandem, working tandem with <laughs> each other. That'd be really that'd cool. Be cool. Have it hook up like, Have a it, like magnetically attached yeah. to the shield, and he could throw the shield with Red Wing on it. I mean, that would no, be totally cool. No, I'm thinking he he launches Red Wing and does a revolt pulsar blast. Yeah, but what Reflex. I'm saying is you can put Red Wing on it and launch it, and Red Wing runs the shield around. Think about that. <laughs> Or have it attached and just start firing bullets. That'd be cool. So, you know, even Winter Soldier, I'm kind of curious as what they oh, yeah. do, like, well, with Sebastian Stan's character here, because... He's still a loose cannon. They're not calling him White Wolf. No. Do you notice that? I, I was like, mm, oh, it's so... It's Winter Soldier. It's Winter Soldier, so how is that going to play out? Like, well, look who's look who's the villain in that movie, or in that show. We've well, got Baron Zemo. Well, it's Baron Zemo. And I'm ex- Right, I'm excited. It's Baron Zemo in the purple mask, yeah. in the suit... I can't wait to see that Baron Zemo come about. Yeah. One of my favorite. I didn't really like the Zemo enemies. in Civil War. He kind of just felt like he was playing mental games. Well, that's all he did. But he, that's all he does. He, that's but, really all he does. But I he never, he... he never was in the actual costume. Costume. Yeah, we needed he the was, costume. We needed the costume, and we never and, got it. And, and the same actors playing the that oh, part. Correct. They I, are bringing the same actor back. In. I thought I Zemo was more of like he was. Able to fight on par with Cap. Oh, no, like that was the whole no. point. Like he doesn't have super serum yeah. or any Zemo, of that stuff. Zemo's not a fighter. Right. There Zemo's, was... Zemo's the opposite of Red Skull. Red Skull was all about like muscling in and just trying to beat Cap. Right. You know, guy he was for more guy. Mind over matter. Zemo played mental games with Cap and tried to trick him into doing things yeah. that. You Zemo might also be thinking about Batroc. Who yeah, was the Leaper be, who jumped around and who fought. jumped around and, and they were well, pretty toe to toe. There was a there was a comic book version I read where he was infected by a, some sort of radioactive spider. No, it was some <laughs> sort of uh, germ warfare that he was about to release called Virus X or something, and then Cap broke the vial and it soaked him and turned him into the Zemo. Where he well, can't they could always do that in the future. They, the could power, they could power him up, but I don't yeah. think they'll touch on anything like uh, that. Okay. In this. So in November of 2020, we have the Eternals. Yes, which uh, will be interesting. Heck of a cast. What heck is, of a cast. What uh, is the Eternals from the comics? I, see now, the here, Eter- okay, the Eternals. See, now you're starting to get into comic books. I got to be honest. The Eternals, even for Marvel fans, and you got to admit this, are starting to get a little obscure. Uh, no, because well, the Eternals were big and like this. Jack Kirby created it when he came over from DC. Correct. He did the new gods at DC. He you're came right, over I was and say, he did took the god concept. Yeah, of DC and he, he and said, "I'm going to do Marvel. it in Marvel." But in Marvel, they did it a cool way. They tied in the Celestials. The right. Celestials had come to Earth, and they basically took proto-human whatever, and they right. kind of did two variants. They did the Eternals, and they did the Deviants. And the Eternals uh, ended up being the ones who wanted to protect humanity, and the Deviants obviously were violent and whatever. And the Celestials just kind of went on their way. So the Eternals stayed for a long time. Most of them named after gods. It's like they right. became the gods of mythology, and that's why you've got... I remember all their names now. I'd have to look up the, the thing. Hercules but and stuff like not that. Not Hercules. No? There's, um... So, yeah, Icarus. Icarus. Yeah. Ajax. Circe, Odysseus, Thana, Zurus, there's a bunch. One of them is supposed to be extremely strong. He's in this one. and Some people have said he's Hulk level. I don't think he's that strong. But Oh, yeah, there's one who's supposed to be, and I'm forgetting his name. It's, Titanus? We, no, it, it was, I thought it was with an eight. Anyway, so the, the Kree, it's, it's very much a, a gods-type approach right. to comics. 
And the cast they've got, including, like I said, you've got Angelina Jolie, you've got Selma Hayek, you've got a couple big names in this movie. The fact that they're not known doesn't worry me, because think about the Guardians of the Galaxy. I remember when that hadn't come out yet, and I was doing chalk art of Rocket Raccoon at an event, and people were just like, what the hell's this? Mm. They didn't know who Rocket Raccoon Now, yeah, everyone knows who Rocket Raccoon is and thinks he's cool. So it's going to be the same thing. I think but they're just going to... I'm seeing in a comic book world, and correct me if I'm wrong in this, because I, you know... I was an '80s comic book guy, not a '70s comic book guy. So this maybe this is prior. '80s was when the limited series came out because okay, I collected so, it mid '80s, and, and that's where I'm saying like I collected in the '80s, and I still I knew about the Eternals, didn't really collect the comics, right. didn't really read them. Like I knew of them. It makes me wonder how valuable my run's going to be because I have the 12 issue mini mini series, and I think it's going to be a big deal if you have <laughs> Eternals comics. I have one of yeah. the twelve. I have one. And it's like in the middle of the run, and I didn't quite understand it. You know what I mean? Unless you got the whole run, yeah, you you're not going to understand it. And I'd have to reread it. I mean, I read it at the time, and I wasn't right. familiar with the characters, and I enjoyed it, if I remember correctly. It was it was cool and action packed. But I'm just but. saying, it doesn't have that. Like, it's not the mass collectible oh, yeah. Avengers, X Men. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, they are starting to get a little bit, not totally, a little bit into the obscure by coming out with the Eternals in this phase four. I'm not mad about it. I'm no. not upset about it. I'm just saying. It is even to a comic book collector a little obscure compared to the mainstream stuff that yeah. have been coming. It is, but know? I think the, one of the big tie-ins there is the Celestials. I really oh, absolutely, feel like I do. The Eternals goes more cosmic, which we know right. is where they're headed. They have to go this direction. But isn't it'll be an interesting movie, and I think it'll be interesting to see if they're setting it up for lots of Eternals down the road, or is this just a one-off, like, here's the Eternals, you're going to see them every once in a while in other movies, you know, I don't know. I just hope the Eternals doesn't turn into another Inhumans and kind of That's fall. That's my concern. Because this is the other problem, is this this thing seems very locked down, and right. I'm guaranteeing you the TV shows are going to stay, but the movies make me wonder a bit. You right. know, things have dropped It's before. almost like they're, like, testing waters on certain things in the movie aspect yeah. to see if it's going to... You know. uh, wasn't a reference in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was that... Ego was kind of an eternal, or was that... Ego was a celestial, celestial kind of. But uh, the thing is, he, he wasn't a celestial in the comics. Ego right. was... Uh, he, he was, was like an ancient planet. one, but he, right. I don't he think he was a celestial. Not a celestial the way and they, they co- defined yeah, it. Yeah, the celestials comics. were a set group. Right. In fact, I remember there were 12 of them originally, and then they've, they've changed that. They kind of explained time. the celestials when they explained the one stone. Now, the, they do show the celestials in Guardians of the Galaxy right. a couple times. Right. One, they show them... Uh, like actually doing judgment on a planet right. at one point. Two, nowhere is actually the skull of a celestial. Correct. Ooh. So He's a dead celestial. Yeah. That's his skull. And there's a whole if that's vi- a skull, what's his arm look like? Well, they're well, just, yeah, the, the they're celestials huge. stand thousands of feet tall. Correct. They're, they're miles tall. Right. They, they're gods. Oh, kind of like Darkseid, where he could, in the normal universe, he's like 100 feet tall or something like that. More like Galactus. More like Galactus. 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 Yeah. Okay. More like, yeah. Yeah. Huge. More like planes will hit their heads if they're yeah. walking on Earth. Yeah. It's they're uh, giants, they're and huge. there is a picture of the concept art of the Celestials strolling right. along that came out, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So we have Eternals. Then after that, in February of 2021, we have Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, I, there's so many things off of that. I was like, wow. First off, Shang Chi is a Marvel character. If you didn't know that, yep. uh, again, uh, I, I talk about the Eternals being a little obscure. Now we're getting even more obscure because Shang Chi. I mean, being honest. He, he is not a well-known no. Marvel character. He's pretty far out there. I, I mean, a lot of people are started on this whole thing about, like, oh, great, uh, uh, you know, the only reason we picked this was because he's Oriental, and we have to throw an Oriental in there. No. I don't think it's that at all, because everybody's missing the second half of the title of the film. The fact that we're bringing up the Ten Rings. The Mandarin. And the legend of the Ten Rings. Now you're talking about the Mandarin. 
And Fing And we're talking about the actual Mandarin, not the, ha-ha, this is not the Mandarin. And I wonder if they're going to bring back, because we had that... Iron what was it? Hail, hail to the chief or hail to the king? Yeah, whatever the right. short. The short. They, he got broken out of jail by the Mandarin's right. actual crew, and they I left him hanging. Bring the ten I wonder if you're going to see. Back, well, I wonder right? if you're going to see Ben Kingsley come back and reprise oh, that role. Have to. being brought in to meet the Mandarin. Right. I think you have to, and I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> I think it'd be a great tie, and it'll be awesome. The best twist would be is uh, he is. The I, it would Mandarin. be, it would be, and I'm hoping they do that. But they've announced a guy playing yeah. a famous actor who's supposedly playing the Mandarin. It'd be nice if they're playing a switch on us, yes. and he really is. You the know Mandarin, what I think would be fun though is if he has all the rings and he brings them to the Mandarin. That's what I oh, think would be like kind of cool. Wearing them, but like he's got them all along, but he didn't know there's power <laughs> behind them, right? And all of a sudden, he hands them over, and like the Mandarin actually goes, "Oh, by the way, they've got a power playing," yeah. <laughs> and then like starts using last so. That would just be awesome. <laughs> but the ten rings themselves are a reference to Fing Fang and Foom and his ship, correct? No. no. Ten rings are the rings the Mandarin wears. The Mandarin ten rings. Power I've read ten power rings. Well, the original comic book said that when Fing Fang Foom landed on the ship, mm. the Mandarin picked him up out of the engine core that was running the ship. I, nope. that, I don't know anything about I'm that. I'm telling you right no. now, the ten rings are a direct reference to the ten rings he wears. Yes. One on each finger in his hands. For and that was why he was in the. And his power ring did something different. Yeah, like they were like different. Forget. I think there was like fire and right, water yeah, and like, energy yeah, and like electricity. I was say, yeah, it was like all earthly kind yeah. of things, right? Like oh. he could control different earthly type things, yeah. But that's he used to be Iron, one of Iron Man's big foes in the Absolutely, comics yeah. all the time, which is that. why when he came out in 3, people were like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Cool. Because he wasn't was, him. Because they teased the Ten Rings in Iron Man 1. The they Ten did. Rings was the flag. The terror group. The terror group. Right, yes. That also took him into the cave, right? Yes, they the ones that was took, the Ten Rings. They captured Tony. And that's why when they when that happened, I kind of assumed the big baddie that Tony would be facing right away would be Mandarin. And it never came to fruition. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I, I don't know much about Shang-Chi, do you? I mean, like, as a He's character. only a human, but he's supposedly, like, the best human fighter you can have in terms of martial arts training. He's, like, okay. top-level... Pretty so much like just seems, under Captain America. Seems like he, well, uh, he could, might even go toe to toe with Cap. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, the Iron Fist level. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So you're talking Iron Fist type. Okay. Yeah. He's and there's a whole story behind him being raised by a, a, a warlord or something, but not not knowing as a kid that the warlord was a bad guy, thinking he was good. And okay. at one point, he was even sent to kill someone and does for the warlord, thinking he's doing something for the benefit of humanity, and he learns. I've killed someone I shouldn't. And wow. So there's okay. this whole story that they, they said they might play, you know, could be played off of. Right, right, right. Then we had <laughs> WandaVision. Now, I, think, I really think this is going to be flip-flopped. I think you're going to get the movie, since they're just saying spring 2021, I think you're going to get the movie. Of Doctor Strange you, yeah, first. Because I think that leads directly into how WandaVision happens. Now, I'm assuming WandaVision is going to be about not just Wanda and the Vision but the connection between the two, right? Yes. How they get married, maybe have a kid. A- I- apparently, though, this takes place, at least from what everyone's seen, and you can even tell by the logo, in the 50s. Yeah, and it kind of has that so look to it. She, how would they start that? I have a feeling the multiverse, you know, because time travel is possible in the multiverse, right. that she decides to go into a, a pocket universe where she can be happy. And I have oh, a feeling something saying. like that's going to happen. And that's why at you're the saying end. the multiverse of madness I, has to happen. I think first. that's going to have to happen first to make the television show make sense. That's my guess. I have no idea, but I'm guessing that. No, that makes sense now. Actually, now that you're saying that, it would totally. 
Because I was going to say, how does how does that happen? Yeah. Well, when she, the timeline doesn't. I shift think somehow. she this because I think the other thing that's going to happen in Doctor Strange is she's going to develop her al- reality altering abilities far stronger. She's not right. going to be just a telekinetic. She's going to realize she can do more. Right. Maybe with and maybe they'll do it the science way that Marvel does. She can literally alter matter on a fundamental level with the telekinesis and change reality or something. But I, I really think what they're leading up to with all of this, right, is the idea that magic can, plays a role now in the the Marvel Universe, right? Like, for a long time, Marvel, when they were writing their comics, they stayed away from magic. Yeah. And they kept everything very scientific by the book, right? And then at one point, they finally just went, all right, screw it, we're just going to pull the magic top off and go. And I think we're going to... In Phase 4, I think that magic top's going to come off. Like, about midway through... Well, I think Doctor Strange in the in the Multiverse of Madness. Let's talk about that one. I think Which that's what's going to take that off. Is right? a direct route. Ra- you write the title. You get the reference. Right. The well, multiverse. Not well. Not just the Multiverse of Madness, but it's a it's a reference to the Mouth of Madness, which was H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft, which was pure horror about going into in realms right. of insanity where we are specks of non-importance in right. a giant sea of the universe. Right. And it sounds to me like because they've said this is going to be their first. Marvel horror movie. Right. Said it's gonna and they have movie. said it's going to have a huge horror element yes. to it, so going to the movie prepared for that. So Austin, this may be one you don't want to go see because he doesn't so, like horror so, films. So main thing will be in it? be uh, nice. It'd be yeah. nice, right? Like, <laughs> I'd love to see something like that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Mep- Mephisto in there, maybe, right? Like, Mephisto, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm almost guessing has to be in this. But, but I'm going to... Was this the guy that was the Joker? Sorry. Go ahead. You're, you're was this the guy that they were talking about, the Joker from... Suicide Squad is going to come over and play? No. Mephisto is like the devil incarnate. But what you're talking about is Jared Leto is going to be playing, what's his name, the vampire um, who fought Mobius. Mobius. But that is one of those disconnected movies still as far as, it's not part of Marvel. It's not part of this, right? It's Sony again doing kind of Uh, their own thing with the right they have. And they have the rights to Mobius because it was tied to the Spider-Man universe. Sorry, that's just the way it is. I was just curious. But it's a good question because you haven't heard, you've heard a lot about that. Because a lot of people have heard about it, but they don't realize that it's not tied to the Marvel Universe. It's not. It's kind of like Daredevil and and all those shows on Netflix not officially being tied yeah. into this, and now it's been completely dropped from it. So it's you know. Some are hoping that they're gonna they're gonna tuck them back in. There's if still rumor that that supposedly the actors and actresses still have a contract. Yeah, we'll see with Marvel, but not Netflix. Well, that's and fine. If that's the case, <laughs> then they could pull yeah. the Marvel contract and say, "Well, you're going to show up in a movie." It'd be cool. It would I be. Mean, it would be interesting that be maybe interesting, if yeah. in one of the what ifs, it's. I'm thinking that's what it is. Oh, it could be. They're know. voicing characters and what if more or, than or else. they're characters and what if, where it's like, what if Danny didn't leave? Yeah, but what I'm saying is, what if is a cartoon? Let's go yeah. to that one, I guess. Yeah. What if is going to be in a cartoon version, and they could uh, use the voices for those characters yeah. from the Netflix? What shows. if Daredevil was deaf? Right, <laughs> right. But, but, Instead of blind, or you know what I mean. But so I disagree like with you, Bob. With the with the magic coming in with Wanda and, and Doctor Strange. Okay. Go back to Shang uh, Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, because that's where the magic part is going to start. Well, I think you know, that's what I'm saying. This whole series, I sh- what I should have said was Phase Four. I'm thinking is going right. to wrap in the magical idea. Is that magic, or are they going to somehow tie the rings into like alien technology? Maybe I don't know. I would hate that. I'd rather they stick to the magic side of it. Yeah. I really would. Well, you've got he, so many other magic going on here. But but, but even Shang Chi though is the mystic, right? The mystic, mystic arts stuff, so. thing. You know what I mean? So true. I mean, if you're going to have Danny from you know 
Iron Fist doing his thing, you got to be kind of mystical and say that Shang Chi's got the same thing going on. And back to the multiverse of madness, people say we're getting Nightmare as the villain, Ooh. which that would be a cool villain too. I, w- I would be totally into that. And they hinted at it in the last Doctor Strange. But like, what is that? What's going on with Brother what's Voodoo. his name? Uh, not Brother Voodoo. The one, what the one who was in the first Doctor Strange, his friend who becomes oh, Mordo. the villain, Mordo. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, obviously they've got to bring Mordo back to some extent in that. I like think. I said, if, if it's a multiverse thing, right? Like, I mean, there could be a well, bunch of different bad people. Mordo, Mordo's out killing magicians. Right, so like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, there could be a bunch of bad people in all sorts of different verses yeah. that he's got to be starting to try to battle and take on. I wonder, I wonder where Mordo, if Mordo got snapped out and didn't come back because he was not part oh, of Oh, yeah, that. that's true. Ooh. I mean, he's back now, but... Right, but... Well, wait, what, what about all the magicians, all the, all the strange magicians that kept, popped in at the end of Endgame? They're, they did show quite a few... I'd have uh, to go coming back in and doing the portals and watch the Blu-ray. There I were guess, quite a few. I don't. I don't think Mordo was in there. What portals? And yeah. Apparently, you see you see uh, Spider Gwen in there briefly. Do you really in the fight scene? Yeah, swinging really? through. Oh, you get Power the Ducks in there. Wait yep. a minute. I did hear Power yeah. the Duck through really? one of the portals. Yeah, oh. with a gun in hand, yeah, going gun. crazy and everything. Uh, how about uh, Loki on the Disney Plus app? What do you guys well, think of this? Well, first of all, there's the logo. People have complained about the logo, going, "Well, look at it. It's weird. It's what? It's." Totally tying into what the series is going to be. Loki right. is going to be bouncing around with that right. Tesseract. He's going to be experiencing probably different time periods. I wouldn't be surprised if it ties into WandaVision a bit. Yeah, I wouldn't be and either, yeah. he, um, Or even Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm wondering if maybe, all three of them will tie together somewhere. It would be, that'd be nice Ooh. if they connect them. But it's very clearly implying that whole broken, multifaceted, right. different places. Loki getting in trouble lots of places. Sure. The thing I wonder is, we got a Loki that we really started to like, but right. by the end of Ragnarok, he, him and Thor had made up. They were going to try and work it out. He was, you know, he was say, he was even realizing like me going to Earth is that going to work? And he's right. like, you know, I'll make it work. And it, I was looking forward to that Loki who was going to be fighting with them. And then you know, Infinity War starts and he's gone. And now we're getting him back in a neat way. Right. But he's clearly in an alternate timeline. Can he get back to our timeline? And he's right. not the Loki we knew, so it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do with this TV series. So here's here's the other thing I was thinking about with Loki too. Maybe we're finally going to see the Loki of mischief, which we've never really truly seen. The guy who pranksters everybody, right? Like, I mean, like honestly, he was kind of a little insane in the membrane, quite honestly, <laughs> because he was just so crazy During and like one of the first times pulled Hulk all these jokes and stuff. During one of the first time Hulk was introduced into Asgard, he tried to run at his run Hulk around Asgard and just try to beat Thor up. Well, like I said, he just did stupid stuff, and that's why I kind of like the logo because it implies you may be going back to the old like back in the Asgard times. He's got that Asgard uh, look yeah. to it with Loki. And I wonder if it'd be so neat if they tie that in, kind of like Endgame, where they were you know going back to certain points. What if when things went wrong in a bunch of places, we find out it's because of him? Well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. They yeah, tie yeah. into various things. Right, like he did things that were stupid that, yeah. that ended up... He becomes the Deadpool of Marvel. Right, Marvel right. So then we get Marvel Studios' What If, which yeah, is going to be a cartoon series, cartoon. right, that's that's going to go back. I love the What If comics. I really do. I've got a, a, several of them on my own. One of them was um, What If they, there was an army of Captain Americas, not just one. Correct. And and we're hearing all sorts of great stories. Like they're going to do... Gary, you said there's a zombies one, right? Yep. Which is what? What if all the Marvel characters were yeah, zombies? Mar- Mar- Marvel zombies. Okay, so you it know was a, it was a whole world, wasn't yeah. it? Who, yeah. Now who wasn't zombified? Magneto was still normal because I remember that he was fighting them. Uh, no, he was zombified because he came in to eat. Yeah. Who? There were some that were left. 
Well, for a while there, Silver Surfer until the Hulk bit his head off and, and swallowed. <laughs> That's <it>. awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think they're going to do that on Disney+. That. Plus. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm just picturing that in a frame right now. Like, that's just so cool. <laughs> well, he, he, he was fighting and he held his own until the Hulk got him and uh. <laughs> bit his head right off. And then they all became the Power Cosmics. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Zombie, yeah. comic, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, goes, that, that series went crazy. Was, was Daredevil, or no, was Deadpool... Zombified? Yep. Oh, he yeah, was. he was. Because oh. yeah. he chopped his head off and his head was still alive. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so That's the thing, though. You have to die to become a zombie, but Deadpool can't die. <laughs> Wolverine died. Yeah, it's true. He did because Ooh. he got zombified. Yeah, but well, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. It'll be an interesting series. I, anyway. I, I like the What If series altogether, so I'm kind of... I, I think it's a cool Isn't idea. Isn't one of the What Ifs like, what if Gwen Stacy was Spider-Man and not... Peter Parker. I know yeah. that's technically Gwenpool or Gwen. <laughs> before that's it became, yeah. before oh, it became. originally, yes, yes, right. Like that was all before any of the Gwen Stacy Spider Mans or yeah. any of that came out. But Some yeah. of the what ifs have gone on. Have actually become, gone on to become a thing, yeah. right? Oh, like it, they okay. they came on to be <laughs> become so a Spider Gwen was <laughs> essentially a first a what if, and then somebody brought it into a. Uh, isn't that how Captain Britain's yeah. idea came about? No. I don't know. I don't. Know. I thought there was a what if Captain America was. Oh, maybe that was the Captain Canuck. What if Captain America was, was Canadian? Canon and Canadian? <laughs> I think that was one of them. They should get to that and get Ryan Reynolds. To and then all it. of a sudden they had a Captain Canuck, and it was like, wow, that was from a what if? And I, I'm pretty sure so it's that's like where every it came single from. person he hits. Ooh, sorry, sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry about that, eh? Go on duct tape, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Keep your stick on the ice, eh? <laughs> sorry. Am I too close to the border on that one? I'm sorry. Want some Pabst Blue Ribbon, eh? Canadians, please send your hate mail to I'm going to go down to Tim Hortons and get me a, a superhero, eh? Okay, sorry. <laughs> so uh, what if interests me, the thing i got to see, and we're not since that's tw- summer of 2021, we're yeah. talking over two years away, yeah. uh, I want to see art from it. I want to know what the yeah. style's going to look like. What is it going to look like, yeah. yeah. That's going to make the difference. If it's like chibi art, I'm out. <laughs> you know? What if, what if, if they like get... Gennady, Tartakovsky. Oh, I'd be good in good something that. St- stylistic like yeah, that. Could I'm, you I'm go okay. for really I'd stylistic? To, I'd I'd I could handle see. anime stylistic. You know what I mean? I, I, we've no. done Clone Wars and all that. I can I can handle that. But I I, I, I need to see some good art. I don't want it to be kiddish. That's my. What if it's going to be like the old show from the late seventies and eighties, where it was like still <laughs> images and just like their arm would move? <laughs> I'm very. We're guys in the room. Okay, you must go get him now. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we get the big uh, electrical monster that fought Spider-Man all the time. Right. Jumps in the light power uh, lines. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if, what, one of them was, what if Aunt May became the Herald of Galactus? Oh, God. <laughs> if I remember correctly. That's awesome. Wasn't she gold, too, after that? Something like, like that. Sh- it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so going from the sublime to another cool one. Hawkeye is going to be on Disney Plus. What do you guys think of Hawkeye? Uh, I have questions about where we're starting it. Are we going to talk about Hawkeye's origin, or are we going to talk about Hawkeye From too? What I his hear, daughter's picking up. That's what I hear. Is it's him? Is he's Ronan, and he's staying Ronan, and the oh, Hawkeye is going to be the daughter be. that he's training. Which that's is, what I hear. Which is, is, rep- is, which is an actual uh, 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 reference okay. to a character. Hawkeye's going to start out in the 1800s, <laughs> and he's going to be fighting Indians. <laughs> then it's going to fast forward. Smart, smart butt. Then it's going to fast forward to Korea. <laughs> I see what he's doing here. He's finding all the Hawkeyes from history for those <laughs> yes. who can't follow. Right. We had Hawkeye yeah. from the last Mohicans. Yep. <laughs> now he's jumping to Mash. But yes. he could only think of two of them, so he stopped there. Because <laughs> 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 I believe there only were two Hawkeyes. 
that we know of in television history anyway. Well, you could, in theory, have maybe some references to back when Hawkeye was part of the circus of crime and all that kind of stuff. I can see them. They could very easily do flashbacks. See, I didn't realize it was his daughter. I thought they were trying to tell his origin story, and I'm kind of like, it's too little too late Yeah, I know. I think think that's a future. Like like, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think this one is a looking forward one. Okay. All right, well, that makes a lot more sense. I would be okay with that. Which is an actual reference to the character Hawkeye 2. Yeah, the daughter becomes that. All right, so let's talk about the last one. This is the most controversial, believe it or not, (laughs) on the internet, and I can't believe it is. Thor, Love and Thunder. And, of course, it it was announced at San Diego Comic-Con. It was a big deal. They brought out Natalie Portman. I got excited because I knew exactly what was going to happen. And they walked up with a hammer. Is she worthy? And she picked the hammer up. Yes. And, of course, it was interesting for my friends who were there. Half the crowd were like, yes, and were cheering. The other half were like, I'm out. Why? And I, I, I still In the cannot, comics. Right. I still Jane cannot get it. Foster becomes, becomes Thor. Late a Thor. Which is the Sorry. Marvel Now comics, which is the modern day Marvel. Who cares? Well, she becomes Thor. It, and why is it a big deal? To me, the costume just and looked weird. The costume, I loved it. With really? the metal mask. I, it, it, it I thought fit. it was I, My big thing is, please don't do what you did to Thor. They will. <laughs> and Gary knows exactly where I'm going. They never really gave Thor his helmet. Not the real helmet right, that right. he wore all the time. I think we still might get that. And I'm hoping they give Jane her helmet. I mean, yeah. for goodness sake, give her her helmet. I think we're, I think we're going to get that Thor helmet. helmet is kick-ass. I don't know how else yeah. to say it. It is kick-butt it's, helmet. It's I love the, that helmet. It's not the helmet that bothers me. It's There's too much boob armor, <laughs> for lack of a better she's word. Got a, actually, I'll tell you what. She's got a giant metal right. breastplate right. armor. I'll tell you what. It's of not, all the armors that I've seen of superheroes, it's the most realistic. Yeah. It's not the armor that like covers nothing except for two yeah. little spots here, and then says, that's I know. armor. It's like the video you know? games where it shows a woman right. dressed in like a cloak, and it says uh-huh. zero armor, and then it says woman in high Daedric armor, and it's like a metal bikini. Right. <laughs> It's like, what? And it's like, not plus 3,000. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. it's not even covering anything. <laughs> no, this is, this is, it's, she's got like the arm gone. It's not like Red Sanjay or anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's a real, like, when you look at it and you look at Valkyrian armor for females back in, you know, I don't want to be soft times. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but that's how old armor looked, okay? And when you're talking about. Bring up a picture of it, by the way. Okay. Because okay. it's not. It's I'm not. So I might, I might have gotten a bad be. photo of looking at it. That might be what happened. Is I got shown a bad photo. I mean, when you when you see her armor, and I got to find a full on picture here. In fact, I, I think that one, one isn't even. I think that's that not be, even really good. No, I don't see, think. that's the that's the the, the yeah. uh, anime the community anime, will right. take it and change it a little right. bit. Right. Oh, okay. If you just scroll back up at the top, you can see it. It's like like this here. Yeah. That's more like what it looks like. It's got the arm gauntlet. It's got the helmet. It's got. You know, I like it. I think it's I really cool. I like it because, to me, that's what a Viking Norse mythology god person would look like if you were female. I'm yeah. sorry, that's what you would see. It's still got the Thor round, right? Platelets. Yep. Yeah. It's still got a little bit of the arm armor. Yep. I mean, it's it's a neat design. It's got enough. You I know, like the large leather belt too. I do too, and I hope they keep this look for. The, now the, the here's movie. the question: The WWE belt. How tall? Uh, yeah, I like it though. Na- really here's good. the complaint a lot of people had: How tall is Natalie Portman? She's not very tall. She's, she's like five, five foot nine, yeah. maybe. And people were like, "Oh, you know, she's not gonna be able to play it well." I'm like, "Yeah." And Mark Ruffalo isn't the Hulk, right. but we got right. a Mark right. Ruffalo Hulk that right. looked just like Mark Ruffalo. So it's like they can do, they can increase 
you know, her dimension. They could put her in a suit and they could do it digital they and could, it'll look awesome. They could do boot lifts to get her the height at least. To... And oh, by the way, Jane being Thor is not new. Oh, it isn't. Oh! It actually back. happened all the way back in 1977. Ooh. I don't have a problem with Jane Foster being Thor. I just have a problem with the actress. Why? Natalie Portman. What's wrong with Natalie Portman? I'm just curious. Hypocrite. Well, here's the thing. I think she left... And, and that's all I'm saying. Hypocrite. I think she left because she just what, played the damsel the, in distress. Because she left the universe? No. Hypocrite. I, I, I lost respect for her after uh, Star Wars. What? I don't follow. Oh, I think she was very hard on Star Wars. Well, there's, there's that and what she did during Black Swan. When she was making that movie. Oh, I'd have to see. I don't know. I'll we can talk about it later off air. Apparently, oh, yeah. it's political. Yes. <laughs> I know uh, what you're doing, Gary. You're trying to avoid the politics. Yep. That's okay. I appreciate it. We'll talk about it off air. But maybe, maybe I'm missing something that I, I forgot or didn't know. Just uh, one, one word, and that's where I'm leaving it at. Hypocrite. Yeah. Got it. I get it. Do your own research. I, you know, I do. <laughs> at home. I, I, I do want to address something that has come up as a political thing, right? Everybody's pushing for this all-female Avengers idea. Right? Like, they want an all-female Avengers. Which has been done in the comics. It's been done in the comics, but not very often, and maybe for one or two issues, and not really as a series. And they got it at the Actually, end. Actually, I think there was a series. Was there a series? Because yeah, yes, I'm pretty yes, sure was. there was. There was a series. Was there, there a series? But was it, was it successful in any way? And I'm not trying to it, knock it, it was. Marvel, but... It was. And they just canceled it just for out of the blue. Okay. And that's what happens a lot with series. Is it does happen. I know that... Snip. Especially in Marvel, for whatever reason, they just kind of... What, 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 one of the problems they had is they went from having good artwork to being crappy artwork. Okay. That's just, that's just my opinion. And that's, that's the problem, is you get, those, you get those switchovers where it's like, well, this artist was on the series, but now he's got an offer to do something bigger. He jumped ship. We need a fill-in, and the... Ta- the ta- well, the ta- there's that, there's that yeah. or he wants a little more money because his, yeah. his book is selling great. Well, we're not going to pay it. Okay, well... My, my thing about <laughs> all of it is... If you want it, that's fine. I see it happening at some point. I was going to say, we had but that. Instead of trying to shove it down people's throat, just let it happen the way it's going to happen. And it probably, I mean, here's the thing. Right? If they were shoving it down your throat, we'd have it in phase four. There's no mention of it. Right, so. there's no mention of it, and that's where I'm That's where I'm saying, like, I hope if they're going to do it, let it grow organically, okay. not, right. like, all of a sudden, boom, we're going to have an all-female. Yeah. This, this is how I see it coming down, Bob. Hawkeye's got the daughter being Hawkeye now. Yeah. Thor has uh, Jane Foster being Thor. Yep. They got to introduce a She-Hulk. And that's one that I didn't see in Phase 4 that I was starting to wonder. Yeah, right. I was kind of wondering about that, character too. I'm waiting that we're on. Yes. waiting on, yeah. Well, we haven't even referenced her at all. There is no mention of To Hulk's me, cousin. if you're, you're going to do a female Avengers, there's a couple characters yet that still got to... Marvel Girl, to me, has got to come into play Marvel somewhere. Girl? Right, Ms. Marvel. Oh, the okay. inhuman Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Right. Okay, I think stature has to play a major role somewhere along the way. And that's the daughter of Hank Pym. We could actually grab the daughter from... Right, okay, so... so His daughter, okay. okay. It could be Scott Lang's daughter. Right, yeah. it could be Scott Lang's daughter. So it, there's, no, that, there's uh, potential uh, for it. I'm uh, not uh, saying uh, I'm against it. Actually, Bobby, don't even need her. You could, you could take Hope. Oh, oh yeah, the Wasp. Yeah, the Wasp. Well, now that, you got Wanda, who could yeah. come back. I right. mean, you've got a number of powerful. I'm characters saying you've got used. the potential there, but like, let <laughs> it organically. Who happen. hurt? Who hurt uh, Thanos the most? <laughs> well, Wanda, Wanda. 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 She, she was she was going to defeat him if he didn't call in that airstrike. If it weren't for Thor, you know what I mean? Too. I mean, Thor oh. and Wanda were kind of hand in hand on that. But um, yeah, I get what you're saying. No, it was Wanda. But, we, but Wanda Thor killed him. him. Yeah, we did have a very small section of that kind of stuff 
both in Infinity War and in Endgame, where you had a female team taking up a character. Yeah, but you that's, had that trio like, character. But like I told you, and I know you weren't part of the podcast when we talked about it. To me, that was so inorganic. It was like they went out of their way to say, "Ha, all females, females unite, go!" You know, like it uh, just didn't feel like okay. it was like a natural. Well, it, 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 it just happened. You <laughs> after know? Iron Man three, you knew Pepper was going to be in an armor. So yeah, as yeah, rescue, yeah, which know. is the yeah. rescue armor which, popped up. Which like I said, great. I have no problem, but I wanted to see it organic. I don't want it to be like all of a sudden, wham, here's your all-female Avengers. Yeah. There it is in your face. I want to see it happen organically. And, you know? and I also look at that as uh, did the multiverse start there? I'm thinking, oh, it might have. I'm thinking multiverse, oh yeah, true, because we haven't seen <laughs> characters popping up from other multiverses. That's what I was thinking before we talked about... <laughs> All right, so madness let's, of of madness, let's move away from Marvel a little. We've talked a lot about Marvel. We want to talk about some other things really quick before we move on to an episode of Star Wars Resistance, and, uh, which we still have to watch it. So we're going to talk about the trailer for Watchmen. So what do you guys think about the trailer for Watchmen? I mean, did you like what you saw? Were there things you didn't like? Well, at first I was confused because the first few shots, it's kind of like the 60s, some of the background stuff, some of the characters being referenced. And then I, it jumps into another time. Like, well, if you have you read the Watchmen graphic novel? No, I have not. So, I watched the movie. The I graphic the novel. Original. There's a lot in the graphic novel about the history of superheroes in this in this right. universe that isn't in the movie. They, they briefly touch on it. The older teams who made up the Watchmen and the Minutemen um, were a big part of the graphic novel in terms of backstory they told. Uh, the Red Hood there, who just right. came in, was one of those major characters and stuff like that. Um, but this is what's interesting is this is a sequel to, and I don't know if I'm it's glad a direct you said sequel because I wouldn't have realized that yeah. if you hadn't said it otherwise. Well, this is why everyone's dressed as Rorschachs because if you know the end of the movie Watchmen or the book Watchmen, I don't know if they did. I can't remember if they did it exactly the movie. I think they did where Rorschach's journal yeah, ended, ended up, up at the, the newspaper, newspaper and yeah. they publish it. Right. I think in this they're showing people dressed as Rorschach, armies of people dressed as Rorschach. Right. It's because they've read his manifesto and they've adopted okay. it. They're they like, he's it. our hero. I just thought they were, like, maybe focusing on Rorschach as an origin story right. quite a bit. But that makes more no, sense this is, now. this is, yeah. this is, because uh, Jeremy Irons is playing Adrian Veidt. Right, as soon as you said that, as I was like, an oh, old man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the whole New York uh, has happened, and I believe this is what's going to tell you if it's a sequel to the movie or the comic. What was the New York destruction? Was it Dr. Manhattan, as they believe in the movie, or was it the giant alien squid thing that got teleported there, if you've read the graphic novel? Right. And oh. the fact that they're showing little squid in one shot raining from the sky mm-hmm. <laughs> makes me think this is a direct sequel to the graphic novel. Okay. And that you probably want to read the graphic novel if, before you see this TV show if you really want to get right, into right. it. Because, yeah, the movie's going to cover most of it. But there's definitely major changes. There's, yeah, there's huge elements that don't get told in yeah. the movie that were in the graphic novel. Uh, I am not a movie. Yeah. I know there's a lot of people who were movie hater. I, I did not. Hate it. I really enjoyed. I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah, I you thought I mean? it was done pretty well, but it right. did make that major change right. in the third act, and I'm looking forward to this. I mean, there's, there's, this feels to me with, with the fact that it's not focused on like. You know, the Zack Snyder... Oh, and here's the thing. If you scroll back real quick, there's a shot there of a woman dressed as, like, a judge. So the drawing in the background, this is what makes me think this is directed to the graphic novel. That's an illustration that someone did in the graphic novel 
of the giant squid thing they were building oh, that they sent okay. to New York as part of this plan. Okay. And Ooh. for those who don't know what I'm talking about, read the graphic novel. It's very involved. Right, right. Completely left out of the movie. The whole island See, full of the smartest people in the world. I always saw the squid. ending as it's just told from a different point of view. Like the movie point of view. Like it's is. partially the same story but told from a different point of view. Mm. Although it, you're missing pieces. And well, I get that because yeah, it's you're, from the point of view that it's being from. But, you're, but the squid never shows up in, in New York City. The whole idea of an alien race coming in, which is what brings the world together, right. it's not. They changed the, the plot to being it's Dr. Manhattan who gets angry oh, and damages, right. and the, damages world. the world. Mm. And, yeah. he ki- and then he kind of becomes... Like God, the they wonder great. is he lo- is he watching Almost over the us? Superman kind of yeah, complex, even right? more so. He's God right. now. He's right. a religion. Right. But in this, with that drawing, I'll guarantee you this is directly taking off from the sequel of the graphic novel. That interests me because it feels like the graphic novel in okay. a lot of ways. It's more about this odd, slightly alternate world and the, the the interesting people and stuff in it. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I have a feeling. They're gonna screw it up, um, <laughs> just because that's what I think happens with a lot. There's the squid raining down, by the right. way. So it, it ties in, and they show Doctor Manhattan on Mars. I mean, they show shots of that, right? Um, so I'm, and it definitely looks like his ship coming back, correct, from Mars. That, well, they show a, a, a meteorite coming down. I don't know what that is. Okay, but I'm assuming it's his ship coming. He back doesn't. From Mars, he doesn't need a ship. He just teleports. He around. just teleports. Yeah. yeah he can just so that's that. why I'm wondering what that is. That's squids. That could be the squids. Oh, yeah. It could be. Yeah, that could be the squids. But the squids were never real. That was the interesting thing, is in the graphic novel, the squid was created by Adrian Veidt. It was a fake alien. Right, it was a fake. To fake an alien invasion to bring the world together. So To cover certain things up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he killed millions of people. Right, right, right. That way no one blamed him. They thought it was an alien invasion. Right, right. So it was definitely... This is definitely playing off the graphic novel, and I'm, I'm interested. They've got me interested. I have a curious question. One of the shots towards the end that looks like a black... Owl Man costume, but it looks more like the original '40s Owl Man. That costume. That, yeah. Well, that looks like a Batman costume almost. But if I'm you not look sure at the face mask, it looks like the original Owl Man from the '40s. If you can get a good shot of it, uh, it's really tough. Well, it could be a throwback costume. It could, or it could be the next iteration of Owl well, or I mean. Night Owl. Sorry, why am I yeah, saying Night Owl? Man? Oh, there, oh, you had it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but but you, anyway. You see what it looks like. It's I see the, it. The yeah. nose bridge the right way for, like... And that's the weird thing about Watchmen. That could be something important, or it, it could, could just be, be a side totally character. Innocuous, <laughs> right? it, it, it could be Austin in a, a Batman outfit. Yeah. Ouch. I, I like Watchmen. I didn't mind the movie. It didn't, you know, suddenly change my mind about the, the Watchmen or anything. I just hope they do it justice. That's my big thing, and... and well, clearly Alan Moore has nothing to do with it because he's signed off Watchmen since he wrote it in '85. Everything that's come after, he's like, "Nope, I'm nothing to do with this," and it's horrible. And that, you know, that makes me wonder: was it a smart idea of him to just sign it all away like that? You know well, what I mean? he like, didn't. He apparently he did they, they did weren't they weren't able to do any stories of his. That's why it took so long. Right. They were not able to do any adaptions of his stories for like 25 something years. Right. It was a long, and something ended up happening, and I don't know legally what he felt. Like, they screwed him over. Right. And I don't know how it worked that they got to be able to make all this new stuff. I'd, I'd have to look into it more. But he's disavowed himself of anything since that original graphic. He's like, that was it. I wrote 12. That was the story. It was done. And right. everything else, he disavows himself. Okay. So our last topic, we're going to talk about Star Trek Picard, which is the new series coming from CBS All Access. And it is exactly as it sounds. It is all about Captain Picard. Jean-Luc. And apparently, we're talking about Picard after he retires from Starfleet. He mentions that um, what was it? The last Star Wars Star Trek movie was Insurrection. 
yes. where uh, Data was killed. Correct. He says because Data, Commander 20, Data, 20 gave up ago. his life twenty years ago. Right. So it's so you're twenty years past yeah. that point, and you see Data in pieces. Yep. Which I thought was kind of cool, you know, the fact that he's still he's keeping it, keeping data after all these years. And a little creepy. <laughs> well, I mean, if you saw lore, but it's, here's the it's thing: it's no different than lore. At the end of Insurrection, there was a second data. Yeah. Who was? Are they just going to forget that? Are they going to ignore it? Is I that what it, the pieces are? Yeah, I think he so. disassembled. I'm thinking it? that's yeah. They did disassemble the second, yeah. the second so data. I have a question: Who's the girl referenced to? Well, I I have a couple theories about who the girl could be. Okay, we okay pa- 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 pause the video and let's, let's hear the, th- the theory. All right, I have two theories about who the girl could be. First off, it could be the Borg Queen Reborn. Because the Borg is a cloud mind, let's say, right? So A hive mind. A hive mind. So if, if he killed the Borg in the movie that he killed her in... She's not really dead. She just, all her stuff went back into the cloud, wherever the cloud is. Don't mess with the cloud. Hive mind, whatever you want to call it. It's an atlas. Right. <laughs> so and, they're going to show a scene where the ship is about to blow up. Right before they do, there's her dragging a file to drop off. Right. <laughs> and letting go. And <laughs> Borg. Everything is in the cloud, so it's all good. It was in the past, so you hear <laughs> <laughs> So there's I have that theory. The other theory is that he actually physically had a relation with a Borg somewhere along the way? Ew. Or the Borg... But she doesn't look like she's Borg, the girl. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe the Borg took something from him to create a Borg-Picard daughter. hybrid daughter hybrid, yeah. and that's his daughter. Because he does say the line, if she is who I think she is, she's in grave danger. That's why I'm saying that. You but know what I'm saying? Like... Okay. That would be a cool thing, right? All right. What's your theory? Or well, no, I have... A, there's something that I popped up that I think is weird. There's a floating square cube that's being built towards the middle of this trailer. Well, it's the, it's the Borg cube with holes in yeah. it and stuff. And right. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's being built or if it's being it torn like apart. Sh- okay, I, I I got a better theory on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. It's a con creation. Ooh. Oh, she's a genetic mutation. Yes. Mm. That would because be because who created the genetic? Uh, People and all that. The same person that created Data. Right. Noonien Soon. Uh, Dr. Noonien Soon. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're saying Soon created Khan's people and created Data? Yes. Okay. It, it's been it's been said that in Enterprise, oh, in Enterprise and everything. Yeah, I think so. Did yeah. I miss that somewhere in Enterprise? I must have missed that. Yeah, with the whole genetic... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember us having that discussion now. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, that, yeah, that's true. I, I guess it, I never thought if, of that. If you look at the fighting style that she had with those... Uh, Others are. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot like uh, Benedict Cam- Cumberbatch's um, fighting style in, in the Into the Darkness, whatever it was. And right. There's, there's, is that a Romulan or is that a? Well, that's right. I, you know, I was just backing that up too because that caught my attention too. There's a guy in here that's reminding me of the Spock that they have in Star Trek yeah. Discovery, and I'm wondering if they're going to imply somehow that this is all connected to Discovery too. And that the Romulans are maybe playing a role as well as the uh, well, the it's, a, it's it's a and Romulan. That's what talking about. That's See, I you. think that's what we're seeing there. Is I think a it's flashback, a flashback. I agree with you from when here. the fight happened with the Borg and they defeated. Yeah, I'm it. wondering if that's at Wolf Three Five Nine where yeah. they defeated hang on, hang the Borg cube. Bottom like corner towards the center of the cube. It looks like there's somebody scanning or repairing it. I think, that's, I think that's lights. like shields and things. Right, I think that's shields. I think but that's you see these lights. It looks like it's trying to be rebuilt. I I, I think it's the attack. For uh, first contact. Oh, first contact. Okay. 
Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I don't either one. But I don't again, remember the Borg are our hive mind, right? So yeah. if the t- ship's getting attacked, there's going to be guys there trying to rebuild the ship as okay. it's getting attacked. It's, it's, it's the been Borg a while way. since I've studied my Star Trek lore. Well, study again, sir. <laughs> Go back to Starfleet. And then we get and our then we get our two cool reveals. Right. So he's he's having a scotch, and all of a sudden, seven of nine shows yes. up, and seven. she's very human. Yes, Who's seven of nine. Because uh, just a brief reminder, she's the Borg from Voyager. Star Trek Voyager. Yeah. Okay. All right, so I'll be honest. Of all the Star Trek series I've watched all the way through, mm-hmm. the only one I've never watched from beginning to end all the way through is Voyager. Is Star Trek Voyager. I just can't. I have tried five times, and every time I try to start it, what? I can't get to the end of it. What, 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 what's your problem? What's your, what do you think your problem is with it? I don't know. I've, I've tried to put my you know thumb on, like, what is it about it that annoys me? Uh, it's it's Was it Neelix, right? The one... Yeah, he's Cook. Yeah, he drives me crazy. Uh, he's not a Guinan. Like, they tried to use him as a Guinan. Didn't work. I don't know. The storylines got flat at some point, too. Like, the writing got bad. And that's the only way I can explain it to people is, like, the, the, the writing got bad, and then the acting got bad on top of it. And it was just like, when you put the two together, I couldn't follow it anymore. <laughs> the problem I had with Chicote or whatever his name is? Chicote, yeah. I just did not like him. Yeah, there was something about him, too, that struck me as bad, or, like, wrong. I don't know. He just, like, that I think is bad acting, too. And then at the very end, we get the reveal with Data. And he's he did acting, not want this to end. He's acting very data-like, the old yep. data. Yep. He doesn't have a motion chip. He doesn't have anything. So I'm wondering, is this a reassembled... It, a, is this a dream or a hallucination? Or is that he just imagining or it? Or even a flashback. Yeah. I, I think they put the, 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 the parts Does together. he put the parts back together yeah. and it's the data, the sequel data that, that survived but isn't, right. isn't data? Uh, it, it, everything's pointing at the Borg and everything, and I don't think it is. I think it's the... You think it's all a, f- a psych out and the Borg play no role in it at all? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. more of a con uh, storyline type. And then the other big reveal at San Diego Comic-Con. They revealed, because they showed some set photos, that uh, Riker... And Troy, Troy, yep. are definitely in yeah. this series yeah. at some point. He's Jonathan Frakes is directing a couple episodes. Oh, he's back to direct. Yeah, okay. And and they're appearing in at least one. Mm-hmm. Also, I heard, and I, there's none of it in this trailer, and I don't know if it was just in an article. Hugh, really, the Borg that they right sent back is in this. Hugh's in the show, apparently. Well, the actor and the actor's coming back to play it now. Whether or not that's a f- another flashback moment right, to when right. Borg was Locutus and then all right, that, right. whether or not that's flashback stuff or it's current Hugh, I don't know. Go I ahead, can't Austin. remember how Hugh ended. Who's Hugh? It's Hugh Hefner. Wrong. No. Oh, well, I give up. Then. Who's Locutus? Uh, Locutus of Borg. <laughs> I love doing stuff like this to him. My brain hurts. It's not okay. fair. All right, ready for this one? I'm going to blow your mind. Okay. Locutus. Is Picard. As a Borg. As a Borg. Okay. Yep. I'm out. <laughs> that happened just before the battle. That was such... At Wolf 359. That I loved cliffhanger. that cliffhanger going into the next season. I was <sighs> on... Like, I wanted to punch the TV. Yeah. <laughs> when they one of the greatest cliffhanger. cliffhangers in TV history. Just as good as ER when, when the one doctor got stabbed and they left it, whether he was going to live or die. Oh, right, yeah. I, I, that one I was... Just as good because I was screaming at the TV for that. But 
for whatever reason, that Star Trek one left me even more like, oh my gosh, I want to punch the TV was, right that now. Was, and that two-parter was such a good... It was. And the, the great thing is, like, today you can watch it and go one into the other and not have that, like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Now, this is interesting. So but you think, had to wait six months back in the day to think about Think happen. about all good things, the final episode of Star Trek. Where right. he went to the future and he saw himself on a vineyard. Right. But Data was the chair at whatever it was. Oh, when, yeah, yeah. Where Newton held the position, yeah. the school. Yeah. Where Hawkins, Hawkins was and everything. Right. He was that. He was fine. He wasn't destroyed. So was that future not to happen? Is it still going I'm, to happen? I'm thinking that future got screwed up with the whole TV. Right. Or the movies. I mean, yeah. the whole movies screwed up the timeline, right? So to me, my ex- the explanation to that could be that the... That mess up of the timeline affected both yeah. Picard and everybody else too, right? Here's another thing, and I really hope we get it in this series, and they haven't announced it. I want a little Q. <laughs> I want. To, I miss Q. He hasn't been. He hasn't existed since the like last a teenage episode. Teenage Q. <laughs> of, no, I want Q. I want what's his name back? Is Q. Oh, you mean uh, you mean an old Q? Okay, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, Jan- oh, Jan- Jan- when you said a little Q, I was like thinking like a no, kid no, no. Q. <laughs> I want Q. I want just at least a little bit of Q did, in there. Did, did you know the one episode in the original series with Tr- Tremaine in it? That yes, they're, they're saying that, was, that he was a Q. He was a Q, right? Back in the Which day. Which one? I don't remember. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, when, Did Q at all appear in Voyager? Did he appear to the Voyager crew at one yes. point? So yes. That was, so that time. was not his last episode. No. And he did get a little more. But I, I've missed him so much. I agree with you. There's something... Like, he's annoying, but not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's endearing, he but annoying at the same time. I know people time. who hated him, and I thought he was the best. I, I, I just like thought him annoying because you knew as soon as you got into an episode with that, it was like going to be this never-ending, like, when's it going <laughs> to get over with? Like, what mind game is he going to play the now? Best, best part... Oh, Mon Capitan. Yeah, like, oh, Mon <laughs> Oh, my gosh. You never paid attention when we watched Star Trek The Next Generation. Jeez. We were... Uh, you had kept it us up to, like, 3 in the morning, and we were 12. Yeah. So long. Yeah. I Bo-boy. never kept you up till 3 in the morning. But I remember, I remember Star Trek The Next Generation was must-watch TV. Like, yeah. When well, I saw the previews for the next week, right. I was like, I'm there. I, I'll Everything in my it. house had to come to a screeching halt at 7 o'clock on a Saturday night because that's when Next Generation came on, and y'all either better watch it with me or leave the room. Yeah. Like, that was my... Uh, my itching. Uh, 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 then you had the UPN and then the CW and <laughs> right. Fox and everything, all different... Yeah. All different channels, brand new ch- channels, and I never had a UPN channel. Oh, really? So I, so I couldn't watch... Enterprise until like a week later and yeah, like on midnight CW on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, CW like, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, like, I think I've told you guys the story. That's how I watched Deep Space Nine was I used to work second shift. Right, right. And so I'd get out of work at like 10. And I something about I did it for two years and mm-hmm. it was enjoyable in a lot of ways. The world felt less populated <laughs> because I realized I, I worked when everyone was out. Right. I was awake when everyone was asleep. And I was sleeping when everyone was working. So you're completely off shift from everybody, so you don't see most people. And you drive whenever you drive, there's like the no traffic. It seems better that way. It was somehow, nice. Doesn't it? <laughs> but I'd come I, home I at did 11. That when I was an overnight cashier. I, I understand and appreciate that. When I came home, and, and it was like 11 o'clock at night, it came on, I think, at midnight was Deep Space Nine. Right. And it became my, oh my God, I'm going to watch this all the time. And I really got into Deep Space Nine for, for a few years. I loved yep. that show. But I never watched it during the time. that show got great, especially towards the end with the Klingons and everything. Oh my gosh, the the, the Gemadar, the Gemada, all of that. That was great. Uh, uh, then I'd uh, uh, be ready to watch it, and uh, I turn uh, turn on Enterprise to watch it, and there's a baseball game. <laughs> yes, like, yes. What? The That's uh, annoying as all get. We're out in too. the eleventh inning here. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, so those are our thoughts on Marvel Phase 4. Fantastic. Uh, our thoughts on the trailer for Watchmen on Interesting. HBO. Willing to watch. And our uh, thoughts on the trailer for Star Trek Picard. Please don't screw it up. On CBS All Access. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you, so head on to our website, galaxycast.com. Find us on Twitter. <laughs> Star Trek I won't be able to watch. <laughs> find us on Facebook. Find us on YouTube. Let us know what you think. And uh, we'll be back in just a little bit as we watch the next episode of Star Wars Resistance. And <laughs> They'll be we're going to have to it. try to figure out what that is. So I'll be watching back my eyes. <laughs> and uh, Gary's going to stay away for this one if you don't have to poke him for this yeah. one. So. Yeah, right. We'll be back in just a little bit. Look, what's that ahead? Are those asteroids? No, they're commercials. We'll be right back. I thought I was marrying an Italian. Then through Ancestry.com, we discovered I'm actually only about 8% Italian and mostly English. Not just English, freaking royalty. Trace my roots back to King Charles II. That's when I started researching my own ancestry and found out that I'm a distant relative of, get this, his sister Mary. What a coincidence. We were family before we were family. It's kind of romantic. Uh, kind of. Boop. Just two generations later, our family families was well removed from the throne. Those ancestors came to America. But all but two of them died in a common cold epidemic. Really bad immune systems on account of The surviving duo was an aunt and her nephew, Mildred and Gentry Malloy. At least they thought it was just the two of them. But just before they arrived, Aunt Mildred realized she was pregnant. A love story, family making family. Be still my heart. Mm -hmm. Now, when we say aunt and nephew, realize this was another time. I mean, she was actually younger than him. So really more like uncle, Look, niece. the kid was Mildred and Gentry's only child. He grew up, moved west, had 17 kids with four wives, and that's when the family tree really starts to branch out. And I uncovered another surprise just before we came here. You know how we figured out that your dad's brother was put up for adoption? Mm -hmm. I found him. Turns out he's my mom's second cousin. Oh my God. Right? And we were always like, isn't it so crazy we have the same last name? <laughs> Technically, it's legal for cousins to marry in dozens of states. We're long lost cousins. <laughs> oh my God, I love our story. Let's have a kid. sea there are big fish and there are little fish the same is true on land but which are you isn't it time to define yourself at shark we have different shark credit cards based on your level of insecurity let your credit card color define you go on a shopping spree with a red shark card the great white shark is a beast of a card everyone in the restaurant will see it and know you are the ultimate predator tiger shark is for the flamboyant spender the bull shark for the violent aggressive predator who hunts in all kinds of environments. Or there's the charitable basking shark. The card for the slow-moving liberal with no teeth. Shark for the apex predator. The Force is back. The rebels won't tire till they see the last of the Empire. And Kenner's there with Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. I'm gonna feed you to Sherlock, Pit Skywalker. Glad to. We Quay, Luke Skywalker, and Lando Calrissian, each sold separately. Prepare the plank, We Quay. Surprise, surprise, I'm Lando in disguise. Let's get out of here, Luke. Whoa, the plank is falling. Help! 
Plateau two week, Greg Luke Skywalker and Lando Calrissian action figures, each sold separately from Kenner Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. Do you own a business or a podcast? Are you looking for ways to expand the audience you reach? Then Star Productions could help you. Southern Tier Audio Recording Productions started off as a homegrown audio recording company, offering professional recordings for aspiring musicians. It is now a multifunctional business, offering DJ services, recording, and advertising services to those who own businesses and podcasts. Email us at galaxycast at gmail.com with the subject advertising if you are interested. We look forward to creating a professional commercial for you that can be used in this podcast or even at your local radio station. Many have exclaimed that our services are out of this world. Thank you for your patience during our galactic promotions. And now we return to the Galaxy Cast. Hey folks, welcome back to this episode of the Galaxy Cast. This time we're going to talk about Star Wars Resistance. This would be Season 1, Episode 12, titled Dangerous Business. And it was a dangerous episode, and that's all we need to say. And thank you very much. Have a good night. But no, look at it on on this uh, Star Wars site that ranks all these. This got nine out of ten stars. Did it really? Oh my gosh! Only four. But votes with only four it. votes, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be George Lucas, Dave Filoni, <laughs> who were the, the guys voice who actors, cast. right? Liam McIntyre, Jim Rash, and Bobby Moynihan. There you go. There's your four votes. <laughs> there Very you good go. job, guys. <laughs> D. Bradley Baker. Yeah, he does the stormtroopers for most of them. No, look, Glenn. Oh yeah, he did Glenn this time too. I guess. I want to know what that music Ooh. was. Glenn was listening to. I actually kind of like that music. <laughs> I was like, that was, was pretty like good. Rocking, Something yeah, was rocking yeah. with a little bit of space sound. Yeah, like that was, space rock. That was probably the highlight of the episode. I want to. I definitely want to know what that. <laughs> if was. we say it's a highlight of episode, you know that's not good. <laughs> actually, I really like their little synopsis here. In exchange for parts, Kaz mines and acquisitions. For Flix and Orca, and comes into conflict with a shady alien cu- customer in league with the First Order. Well, that's it. That pretty much sums it all up right there. Good night, everybody. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> the, the, the best part of it for me was the credits. <laughs> yeah, because then you had to stop playing your game. That's right. <laughs> I, I don't even know where to go with this episode at this point. Um, all I, I'm at that point right now where like we're watching these just to say we watched them. Right? Like, I'm at that point right now where that's where I'm at with a lot of these. Like, yep, we watched it. Mm -hmm. This episode is like many others, and I've realized what it is now. It's like a sitcom. This series doesn't feel like it's telling a cohesive single story. It's telling individual sitcom episodes that don't tie together with one little element that hints at a larger story each time. But it's like... We have this story, we're going to dole it out to you in the tiniest little crumbs surrounded by everything else that doesn't matter. I agree with you. Because yet again, we're talking about either mining or some sort of fuel. Yep, that's all that matters. Meanwhile, the show is called Star Wars Resistance. (laughs) I'd like to point out there's 20 episodes in the entire series. We are now on episode 12. We are dragging at this point to drag ourselves through the last, what, eight of these that we need to get done. Apparently it gets better. 
Everybody, Everybody kept saying it got better at the end. I, I'm, Bob, I'm telling you, there's eight episodes. Where? Bob, Bob you've been dragging me since uh, episode two. Oh, I know I have been. You're a different story. <laughs> I've been dragging you through the back of your eyelids and since I we just, started this oh, thing. I remember the dang trailers and being like, oh, they'll be cool this racing, could, yeah, there'll this, be neat visuals, there'll be action. This, it looks stylized. And it's you know, all We were all joking. excited about it, and I just don't kind get of, it's it. It's just gone... <laughs> How can this be in the same universe as the Mandalorian? I, I don't. I, I just don't. This, there's something not right here. I don't get it. The the my favorite character the whole episode was BB-8, and that should never happen. I mean, beyond that, I like BB-8 in Star Wars, but I'm saying normally in this show, I'm kind of like, well, look, it's BB-8. Oh, you'll be like, <laughs> yeah, and, but for the first time, I was kind of like, hey, BB-8 actually carried an episode. BB-8 actually held the guy up. <laughs> that shouldn't happen. That B- should not be happening. BB-8 gave that guy a shock to the groin. Yes, he did. <laughs> the he only did. other character that might have been better than BB-8 in this episode... Stormtrooper 1. <laughs> no, 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 no. Bitey. <laughs> yes, Bitey. Bitey might have been the only other character that was better than BB-8. So Taro's key... Yes. Was visually interesting. I like. I like the way he talked, like his mouth moved and everything, yeah. and it was. I I thought he was neat, but he was a one note character, thief, crook. Do you think we're gonna see him again? No, uh, no. What do you think? He's what I do on? find interesting is that I didn't know escape pods could fly off planet. <laughs> right, like they they left. The ship and then went and escaped a pod into space. Well, like, we never saw him going to space, but we saw him going up into well, the that sky. Sure, was the implication, wasn't unless it? there's some first order already like on, ship up there, already, yeah, in, maybe like a in the sky hiding away. I don't know. I'm sorry. I, know I, have, I, I now have reading rainbow in my head. You can go twice as high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in an escape pod. The reading rainbow. <laughs> that's a stretch connection, but we'll give it to you. Sorry, you just said way up in the sky, and for some reason, that's what went in my head. We all know you're crazy, Dad. Well, welcome, welcome <laughs> to my musically destroyed, wrecked sack brain. Um, I, it, like this was. Did, was there any point to this episode at all? Wave, wave. So, uh, there's no point to this episode. There was nothing that really. I, like, it's not even really worth talking about, is it? I mean, like, there was nothing it in led, this episode. It led to one thing, and that is, oh, the First Order's interested in some sort of thing that's used in mining. That's or it. The literally ten seconds of information, and they stretched it into a, a, a half-hour sitcom episode. It's because they're building circular base. Is that is that what it is? It's probably it's, what it, it's it is. before. You think, you think they're mining the planet to get to its core to install the weapon? To, it's all about Starkiller. Yeah. So you don't think it's as cool as you initially thought, which was they're after maybe possibly clones that are underneath no. the station anymore. You've given up on that. Oh, I, I gave up on it. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that's the thing. If it's all about Starkiller base, it's a reveal that everyone knows. Already knows is coming. right? Yeah. It's like, oh, that was our mystery. But is this before? Wait, is yeah, this is before. This it, is set before that movie. Yeah, yeah this okay. is before we met Poe. Remember, it's just before. Oh, Poe. that's right. Poe became. Yeah, right. Okay, okay. It's something like that. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it, it, it's Rebels, very late. Right. Because Rebels was all about mining Lothar for the Death Star. Lothal. No, I like this better the way I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. It makes it sound better. We can, we can put them together. Lotharwall. Lotharwall. So, so, so they can build... Lethargic. Yeah. So they can build the Death Star, okay? So why not do the same thing with yeah. uh, this Knight. idiot show for building the, the, the Death Star? Gary's actually just in the corner <laughs> going... 
<laughs> they're actually pitching a show to Gary. They're like, we're going to come up with the worst kids show ever. No adult will want to watch it. No kid will want to see it. And it'll all be set in the Star Wars universe. And Gary's in the corner going, do it. Do it. <laughs> it's green lit. <laughs> you know how Matter of fact, I'm going to you know how they refer renew it. <laughs> they refer to the different Star Wars episodes as like, uh, you know... RTJ, Return of the Jedi, yeah. and Empire Strikes Back is EBS. Yeah. Well, this is this is Star Wars TIS, that idiot show. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he, just, he just coined it. So I'm going to start referring to this as TIS. Star Wars TIS. <laughs> until they prove me otherwise. TIS, this idiot show. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this show anymore. <laughs> you know what really gets to me is like when people I used to respect, and this is where I say I used to respect, are online and like, wow, that episode of Resistance was awesome. And I'm like, what? Where are you watching the same show I'm watching? Yeah. What? Like, if that's I mean, your level and if that's your bar, then we're not in the same. This world. is clearly a kids show. Clearly yeah, it, a kids show. It feels. And I like can it. see kids getting excited about it. I'm just saying, when adults I, I say that. <laughs> well, I do. I will tell you this. I do kind of wonder if, like, Disney, like, is low barring kids. Like, do they think kids are that stupid and they'd be into a lot of this stuff? Because I got to be honest with you. My children back in the day would not have been into this. Clone Wars was it, amazing. It was, this it was is a too low, bar. low. This is too low brow for uh, them. Uh, okay, Bob. They, they do have a dog and a talking dog in the same universe. Huh? What? Pluto and Goofy. Oh, um. well, true. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> they think pe- kids are dumb. This Obviously, is this is true. This is true. I just I can't believe this is where we are with this show, and we're not even talking about this episode because you know what. There's nothing to talk about here. There really isn't. At most, so, the best I mean, it's part there, it's it's trying to go for comedy again. With I'll I'll watch the sh- the the store for you guys, and hijinks will ensue. And then don't go in the back room. So of course someone needs to go in the back room, and they steal the thing, and he goes after the thing, and then we find out the giant. Uh, ships can be brought down by taking out one circuit breaker <laughs> in a single storage room. It's all conveniently plot pointed. And it's uh, episode three on steroids. <laughs> so, so here's what I say. I mean, I'm, I'm looking ahead. At, I'm, I'm looking ahead. Like the script is feeling like it's locked in. I'm looking no, ahead at the the no. the names of the next yeah. couple of episodes, and I say like the next one is probably going to be awful. It's the Doza Dilemma. But then I'm wondering if that's where people are saying it got better, right? The First Order Occupation, the new Trooper, the core problem, the Disappeared, Descent, and No Escapes, parts one and two. Right. So, like, part of me says maybe, maybe. Because I know, I didn't, maybe there's you know what? There. I want to say, I there's some people I remember who, around episode 12, were saying, I'm ready to give up on this show. I oh, remember yeah. seeing that. And I can so understand I th- why now. I think we're right there at the cusp. I'm going to finish out the season, because it's what we do. Because what we promised. <laughs> but I really think that if we have to pick reviews next year, because there's going to be multiple uh, properties. I'm having a hard time picking this. Well, no, really we're am. on The Mandalorian. Oh, absolutely. That's our review. <laughs> I mean, we're on The Mandalorian. We're on every Marvel show uh, okay, from now okay, to the end of time, but I, this uh, okay, may Bob. be at the back of the barren. It, it, to, to, to save me, download, download droids. We'll start reviewing that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you know it's bad when Gary's asking to watch droids. And that show was... And the only thing that might be just beyond that is the Star Wars holiday special. (laughs) And maybe Ewoks behind that. Ewoks show. Because the holiday special is actually better than Ewoks, I'm sorry. It's Uh, the uh, truth. uh, How about the two Ewok movies? 
That's what I'm saying. The, that's <laughs> next great. Yes, yes. Because yeah. no. Ian, Ian loves those. We'll have to bring him back over for those movies. He loved those movies. He loved every second of them. What? Especially the character named Mace Windu. Yeah, yeah. Did you notice that? You didn't know that? Are you actually serious or joking? <laughs> no, I'm serious. The oh, one kid no, in the one movie is named Mace Windu. Yep. Oh, I thought you, you didn't know that? that. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. In the second movie, where they have more magic in it, remember? And there's that whiny little bratty boy in it. Isn't he white too? Yeah. His name's Mace Windu. <laughs> not being racist. Movie. Not being racist. Well, I guess that name is like John Smith. There's a whole bunch of Mace Windus. There's Windu's a lot of Mace Windus out there. Mace Windu from <laughs> Detroit. Mace Windu from New York City. <laughs> you're going through the space phone book, and you're like, oh, I'm hitting the Windus. It's like there's pages of them. One Mace, from Martin, 12 from Coruscant, Miller, <laughs> Matthew Windu, <laughs> Jedi Killer Dillian, Miss Windu. <laughs> okay, so let's rate this episode of Zeros that Don't Bother, 10's a must-see. Should I start it out? Do it. Go for it. I give it a 1 because there's one good character in the whole episode and that's Bitey. <laughs> no, you said BB-8. You give said BB-8 too. No, you know what? BB-8's non-sequitur because I've already said BB-8's cool character so that's, yeah. that doesn't work. Oh, so Bitey's okay. the only good... That's why it gets a one because it's the one good character in the whole one show. One good point. Okay, Eric, what would you give it? Okay, I'm going to take all the anger emotion out of it and I'm not going to go as <laughs> deep. I'm going to give it a four. Whoa, that's The high. reason I'm giving it a four is because it does clearly tie into the giant or bigger mythos they're trying to set up. There's there's points at the end that they're trying to tie in. Some of the visuals are still cool. I still enjoy the animation style. I wish they were doing something neat with it. The yeah. actual look, like the, the cargo ship when it was leaving, I'm, I was enjoying looking at the details of that and just the, yeah, that the design of cool. it and stuff, the scale of it. But let's talk um, about the design of a ship for a minute. How bad is it that one one I, box like said, on this cargo yeah. ship can take the whole cargo ship down? Well, Engine, it everything. Clearly it caused a feedback loop or something. <laughs> I don't know. A giggle loop? Bitey apparently is the most destructive thing that could ever happen to a cargo ship. Um, uh, I, so there's, you know... Yes, I can hate on it. And yes, it's, it's just not it's working so as a TV too. show. <laughs> I'll give it a four simply because... I can see some people who they'd be fine with this, you know, yeah. and they would get something and they'd enjoy the episode for what it was if it wasn't such rote storytelling. Yeah. I could have told you everything that was going to happen in this episode before it happened. It's like, yes, this is all cliche stuff. Right. Yes, I could as soon as he was like, you deliver it to me. Oh, so he can trap you and come back and steal the thing he needs. And what happens? He traps you and comes back and steals the thing he needs. Right. You know, it's like there's everything's predictable. Right. But if you're not and I'll admit, there are people out there who this kind of stuff would surprise. They're, they just don't see the predictability. They're not. That's not how they think. This will be entertaining for some people, I guess. The visuals are decent, but the story goes nowhere. The humor's there's no humor in it. It, when right. it tries, and Humor's you're getting trying. you're getting literally about a, that the last bit of dialogue between Chaz and BB-8. Kaz, Chaz, Kaz, when he says, when he's talking to BB-8 about why he thinks they might have needed a, a, right. a whatever it was, you know, the, the, the flux MacGuffin. MacGuffin. Um, flux MacGuffin. Well, you uh, can't remember the I'm going to start calling them the flux MacGuffins. <laughs> the, in the, in the TIS show. The, uh, <laughs> that little bit of information was, was the only thing that was important. So, I'm sorry, i got to add to that, because now we have to go back to the Star Wars! <laughs> sorry. 
<laughs> All right, Austin, what would you give this episode? I, I'm going with you, Dad. I'm giving it a one because it's so staged, it's bad. It feels like you can predict absolutely everything that's going to happen. Very similar to what Garrick said. And Garrick. all Garrick. Garrick. That's Gary and Eric put together. Garrick, Garrick. now. Because I know he's going to say something about it. Garrick. Too. Sorry. I'm a. Apparently, the two of you become one person. <laughs> one giant person. I am Gary. Eric and Gary, powers unite to Garrick. Hey, up. And there's like an eight minute transmission. <laughs> one pod here, Wonder Pod, with powers activates in the form of. Podcasters! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Garrick. Okay. Anyways. Any other fictional characters you want to talk about? The only thing that could make this episode worse in my eyes, and I'm just going to keep sorry, talking forward. Garrick with the power of sarcasm and decent art. <laughs> Chalk away! <laughs> but in a snarky attitude. <laughs> Talking about that idiot show. <laughs> Alright, that's it. When he asked for a superhero character at GroberCon, we're asking for Garrick. I know what Gary and I are asking for. Draw Garrick! <laughs> I want to be there now. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. The problem is no one else is going to get it. No, I <laughs> That's just going to make you laugh. I'll just, have, why we're I'll just have to have a pre-done one so I can just pull it out and go, here you go. Go, <laughs> go away, you two. Drawn. <laughs> No, we put we have to have an ad. Go watch Gal. Go listen to Galaxy Cast episode two thirty. Go to youtube.com slash galaxy. All right, I gave right. one. Gary, <laughs> what do you give this episode? One point twenty one. Because oh. it's got that many for the MacGuffin. <laughs> because that's what took their sh- ship down. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> also, apparently, Bitey can survive massive amounts of electricity. <laughs> <Right>? What the? <laughs> he can bring down a ship. And he's like. <laughs> 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 Then he can get out of the ship and then he can get stuck on the well, escape pod. Not, well, not yeah, okay. Yeah. So he can get out of an escape pod. He can bite electrical. He can get shot in the butt by a freaking blaster. But he's good. It's he's all good. A, he's indestructible. Right. We should be cloning him. <laughs> he could be the most powerful anti-imperial creature known to man. All we, started, all we need is when the stormtroopers are aiming at him, just throw... It's it's just, of these he doesn't work well in hot because he <laughs> smells bad on the outside and the inside. <laughs> and the other reason why I gave it that that that, that score, there's no space whales in it. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would have made it better if the ship had exploded and the space light, whales were light like, speed we'll space whales. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> yes. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm these, sorry. The only thing these, I can make this episode worse is having bad stormtrooper thrown in there. These I just I don't episodes. get it. I don't get it. I'm, I'm missing something. I must be missing. Maybe we're supposed to be drinking more while we're watching. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's your answer. You got to be doing LSD <laughs> or okay. some sort of drug. I would never suggest drugs. But I know, okay. but that might be the only thing that makes the show better. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. There's got to be something I'm missing. I, I'm, I, I don't know. Next week or the next time we record, I'll bring up some of my dog's uh, C- CBD oil. Maybe, 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 <laughs> maybe, make it, yeah. maybe I'll make it better. Maybe that will help out. So, it's, it's just, this is being, it's written and plotted by people who are just, just riding on predictability and cliche. Just, you know, and this, I still, Kaz has no depth to him. <laughs> he, he's a cocky, 
character who always screws up. That's it. The moment he says, this is going to be easy, what's going to happen? It's not going to be easy and stuff's going to go wrong. It, it's just this one-note-rote character who is nothing unique about him. He just keeps doing the same I, thing over and over. I'm and that's what's this driving me there. crazy. I'm serious. Disney, I challenge you. Fire your creative team. Hire this table. <laughs> I know, I'm serious. Challenge, challenge laid out. I bet if you hired the five people, four people, excuse me, at this table, I'll, I'll throw five in. I'll even give you Tara. <laughs> Hire the five of us, okay? Oh, God. I bet She's our creative to, minds. Wait, 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 you can't count her. She's going off to college. No, no, <laughs> I'm saying hire her. She could use the money. She could use the college. She could do it in her off time. Are you kidding me? We could come up with a better storyline for a 20 episode story arc that I bet they've come up with this whole first season. <laughs> Give me your art team and everybody else. I mean, Eric could help them out. I'm <laughs> Eric, not good with that Eric's stuff, the leader. Eric's the leader of the art <laughs> yeah. team. But I mean, the rest he of it... He helps with the blocking. <laughs> right. Seriously, like, he could do the, help them with the block. But the rest of it, I bet we can come up with oh, yeah. 20 better episodes than they have farting out this little <laughs> gold nugget they've put out in the past right, like 12 episodes. Seriously. I'm not going to go that far because I will I, admit, am, I, I know how hard it is to make something I'm not happen. saying it's easy to make These a TV guys, show. They're working hard they're and they're doing something. It's just but not working. It's not good. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. I'm it's just the I'm truth. Still saying I'm not saying I can do better. I'm not going to say that. I I'm am. not going to be presumptuous. I will. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm can, serious. Can, can you imagine the episode that me and Terror do? <laughs> it's a dark, dark can, can episode. You we might have to have a prerequisite on that episode <laughs> before we put it out there. This is a dark episode. Please beware of watching. Be not be under the age this, fourteen. Great, this episode was not intended for children. <laughs> Scene one. Please be advised. Scene one. Hallway. Jar Jar Binks enters. <laughs> Three people with baseball bats go at him for five <laughs> minutes, and they get a licking. <laughs> Jar Jar wins because he licks him to death. <laughs> a pork walks out with a lightsaber in hand. <laughs> And then Chewie eats him. <laughs> okay, so that's what we thought of this episode of Star Wars. Resist this, this Star Wars. I think you need to title entitle this episode "Off the Rails." Off the rails. <laughs> By yeah. the end, we're completely yeah. off the rails. So no, what's no, our no, thoughts? No, 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 no. This idiot show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CIS could be the name of the episode. Yes. Yes, this idiot show. So that's our episodes, or that's our thoughts in this episode. Write to us. Let us know what you think. Are you as frustrated with this TV show as we are? Yes. I'm hoping so. And without giving away spoilers, <laughs> if you've seen the entire series, does it get better? Please. I mean, like we've got eight hope? to go, and I'm just like, there's no new hope that I know of. <laughs> so with all that in mind, let us know. Find us on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, YouTube, YouTube, and, and you know I don't think Obi Wan could help on this one either. Yeah, I don't even think there's a force behind it. Not even. <laughs> <a new force laughs> in there. Okay, so with that all said, as we like to say here in the Star Production Studios, may the force be with those who listen to Jedi Killer Dillian and TIS. <laughs> don't watch this show. <laughs> Go, Shazam! Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed this show. Were it not for you, our loyal listeners, this show would not exist. We appreciate your time and want to hear from all of you, since our podcast is by fans and for fans. Head on over to our website at galaxycast.com to find out more about our show. Write to the show by sending an email to galaxycast at gmail.com. If you have something positive to say, use the subject line, 
We like and use a show. If you have a complaint, make your subject line You've failed me for the last time. And look for the Galaxy Cast on social media, including Facebook, Twitter, and other media soon to come. Carry on, wayward travelers. Warp Factor 2. First star to the left, straight on till morning.